Welcome to the Rockin' Movies podcast. I'm Carlo X. Lopez, your host of this cast. Well, 2022 just started, and it's it's just not letting up. I mean, <laughs> time goes by, first of all, very quick. It's already the third week of January. But, you know, a lot of these, you know, artists that we're losing today it, it, in the last couple of weeks, it's been pretty crazy. So, there's so many of them. I'm just going to start mentioning some of them just to give them props because uh, growing up, you know, especially in the 70s, 80s, some of these movies and artists for music uh, all the way back to the 50s and 60s, just some of the artists that we've lost. It's it's crazy. It's just hopefully it'll slow down. But I did want to, you know, just kind of give some shout outs to some of the people that have passed that, you know, most of us know. Uh, and um, but just there's so many. I'm just going to get into that and then I'm going to review the new Scream and a new pretty awesome show called Archive 81. Uh, but just kind of giving some props out, you know, once again, just the show is giving our condolences to, of course, Ronnie Spector. Um, you know, she's classic R&B artist, part of the Ronettes as well. And just her story itself, it's 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 maybe one day. Um, they'll talk a little bit more about it, but um, she she had the songs "Be My Baby," um, and and especially some of you '80s kids and people who grew up in the '80s with Eddie Money, "Take Me Home Tonight." I mean, that was a that was a hit that she sang on, you know, as a guest singer for Eddie Money, and of course he passed. <laughs> but it's it's uh she was very talented and and her voice is uh you know heard and. A lot of movies, a lot of TV shows, and uh, but definitely uh, rest in peace, Miss Spector. And of course, Bob Saget. You know, Bob Saget. Geez, he's like the father that you know, especially in the the eighties, nineties. The the that father that you looked up to on Full House, and and then of course he's come out in many other things as a comedian, and and uh, of course. Uh, you know, he came out in and the in Entourage. He's come out in Fuller House. But uh, what maybe a lot of people don't know is I I, I love the show How I Met Your Mother. Uh, he was the the actual narrator. So a lot of people don't realize that Bob Saget was the narrator for for the the character of Ted. But uh, it was it was just um, it was a shock because apparently you know he had a great last show. He was you know comedian as well, touring and passed away just uh, out of the blue, but uh, our condolences to his family as well. And uh, Bob Saget for all the funny things he brought in uh, all the interviews and all of the, the write-ups and everything on him is that he was very kind and gentle and just a really great person as well. So it's, it's um, sad to talk about it because he was such a big part of that American television experience growing up, especially for me. And I'm, pretty sure a bunch of you as well. Bob Saget, you know, um, so um, as well as in the same day, or I think the same day, Meatloaf and Louis Anderson. Of course, Meatloaf, you know, uh, came out Rocky Horror Picture Show. He was an actor, came out of Fight Club, you know, and great albums, Bad Out of Hell, uh, very operatic singer, you know, and the big hit, we all know, I Would Do Anything for Love. But but Meatloaf, that's a, it's a big loss, you know. Um, he's been having issues this past year or so, but 
unfortunately he passed and same thing with louis anderson louis anderson was you know very popular comedian and we we've seen him in a lot of stuff you know louis anderson just and some of the movies that you might remember him in is coming to america and he also came out and coming to america part two as well came out in splash he's been in so many old school movies new stuff ferris bueller's day off quicksilver so louis has been around the block and and just sad that he passed of cancer, you know, and that is something that uh, a lot of people are familiar with and probably uh, have lost some people in your life due to that. And we definitely know that. And so, but, but shout out to Louie Anderson, you know, as well as um, here's an old school name. Her name's Yvette Mimuse, and she is uh, a classic actress, you know, I love a lot of the old school sci-fi movies like The Time Machine back in the 60s. Uh, of course, I wasn't born then. I was born a lot later. So, <laughs> but The Time Machine was one of those movies I still watch. You know, I, I still watch that movie and she was in that. That's, you know, um, she played a character, uh, Weena. So she's like the, one of the time periods, she's like the love interest and. Uh, but anyway, so she also came out in Where the Boys Are. She's She's got a, you know, a, a history of good movies. But uh, one that I truly love and wasn't maybe the biggest hit was The Black Hole from Disney. The Black Hole, which she played Dr. Kate McRae. And I remember, and I still love The Black Hole because I went and I bought the books, the comic books, you know, just all the trading cards, you know, with the stickers and gum and all that. I've got them all. So I just, I love the black hole and I've always liked the robots, especially Maximilian, the, the red, the, well, if you've never seen it, go check it out. It's, it's a cheesy sci-fi robots. And I think it, it, what hurt was it came out, you know, after Star Wars and that time period. And, and after Star Wars, it's so hard to do you know, stuff. I've heard rumors that they're going to make another one eventually. Uh, I, I hope so, because I dug the robots. I dug, you know, everything. And the last image of, you know, the bad guy and the robot in hell or whatever it was, you know, it was crazy, you know, and that was a Disney, you know, Disney movie, pretty dark Disney movie. And, and, and Disney does occult and all that kind of stuff pretty, pretty well. We know that they have all kinds of magic and stuff, but the black hole was, was sci-fi and that's where Yvette came in as well as one of the main characters. And so, so she just passed, you know, not just a couple of days ago. So once again, it's just a lot of the, the people have gone. So, you know, Hey, God bless them all their families and to all of them. And hopefully 2022 will slow down just a tad bit because it is just one of these things where, as you get older, you start realizing that a lot of the people that you grew up watching or are listening to, they're passing away. And we're all human. We all, we're all going to end up there. That's just part of the deal. Uh, so just appreciate every day you got. Tell somebody you love them. You know, that's as I, I always say, hey, you know, appreciate every day as a present because it's a present. And you don't know what tomorrow will bring. But right now I'm talking to you guys and hopefully you're listening and so, but I'm going to get into Scream, the new Scream movie. It's basically Scream Part 5, but it's called Scream. And originally, um, it was, you know, made by Wes Craven, uh, came out in, you know, 1996. So this is an old franchise. But 
in the scheme of franchises, ghost face killer, you know, the ghost mask and all that. I feel like he's like the youngest last good killer. I mean, not that I just like killers and all that, but it seems like he's the last most memorable one out of Freddie, Jason, Michael, and then it was Ghostface. But because anybody can play him, that's the thing about when it's a mask like Michael Myers. I mean, honestly, anybody can be behind these masks. Freddie, you knew it was a burn face. Hey, it's Freddie, Robert England. But this movie, the original screen with Wes Craven, what he did is he kind of rejuvenated the horror franchise. I mean, by making fun of itself, by making fun of these movies and these rules. And that's what made it so cool. But for him to, you know, do a, you know, Game of Thrones thing before it was even in is to kill your main character, you know, Drew Barrymore. So when that happened, I mean, it launched that franchise, you know, and the first three were decent. Part one was amazing. Part two was good. Three, yeah, okay. But part four, lost me i didn't care for part four too much it just no well now this one it they kind of do a reinvention uh kind of uh reboot re-sequel the thing that they're doing now like what they that they did with halloween it's just you know it's nostalgia because as far as the 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 cast that comes back you know some of the originals come back and that's nev campbell plays you know sydney prescott courtney cox plays gail weathers david arquette which, I mean, this dude's funny. He plays Dewey Riley Sheriff. You know, so, and, you know, these characters that you kind of know about them growing up and, and, and seeing these movies, especially from the 90s, there's, there's more characters. But this movie, it had some new characters that were clearly based off of some of these guys. Like one of the characters is named West. Well, Wes Craven, unfortunately, died several years ago. So Wes Craven, who's done, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street. You know, he's done, you know, all of these great horror movies, uh, you know. And, and so Wes Craven, just right there, that's a horror legend. So one of the characters is named after him, Wes. And then so the two of the main sisters, they're, they're the Carpenters, you know. And it's funny because one of the characters, her name is Sam Carpenter. She's kind of the... I guess the new heroine of the of the movie, um, and she definitely gets assists from Nev and and Courtney Cox's characters. Courtney, of course, plays Gail Riley, the the you know uh, the TV newscaster. But anyway, it's kind of cool because you get Sam Carpenter, Carpenter John Carpenter, the great John Carpenter, obviously horror, and so then Sam like Doctor Sam Loomis. So it, these are little little homages or little easter eggs as you say so so she's the main one her sister is tara carpenter but once again there's there's a whole bunch of new characters and they go back to their their hometown on elm street which is cool because that's nightmare on elm street so there's a lot of little things that you you catch on you know as far as this new movie of course but it goes back to these old places that are that are just really uh interesting really fun and just you know nostalgic because as we all know, with the last Halloween movies, with the last Ghostbusters, nostalgia is not bad if you do it right. And you connect it by getting some of these old school fans like myself back into it. And that's some of the theme of this movie. It's like, you know, you want that, but you want it updated. You want some of the original stuff, but updated to now. And in this movie, obviously, does that it 
And I shouldn't say obviously, but it does that because it just really gets into the now. Has some cameos from the past. And there's definitely some things that happen in this movie that, you know, I didn't like, but I know it makes it better. But what's funny is they actually even talk about it. So, but the the, the killers are fun. You know, they have their motives. You know, of course, I'm not going to tell you that, but their motives are or something to them. So like us hardcore fans that like certain properties, whether it's Star Wars, whether it's, you know, this scream or Halloween's or, you know, whatever movies that you you're you're into, especially, you know, if you're at home watching, you know, Netflix or whatever you're going to watch. But, you know, certainly you can be watching movies on Hallmark Channel. Hey, man, there's some good movies about love, I guess. You know, I don't really watch too much of that. One of my boys, Benny, does, you know, he's kind of forced to watch it with his woman, Marie. So he's always, you know, stuck on that channel, you know, but wouldn't know a lot of those movies. But anyway, so moving on with, with Scream, it's it's it reinvents itself. It goes back to the original. It really connects. It's a fun movie. You know, I, I personally loved it. I'm going to give it a full bag of candies. I think it's a great movie to go enjoy, just to enjoy it, watch it. And, and if you've seen the other ones, and once again, if you've seen them, you kind of know what you're in for. Don't go expecting like, you know, Silence of the Lambs or something like very, very super smart. But the the killers, you don't really know who they are till the end anyway. So that's always a good thing. Um, so but uh, the the comments, the, uh, you know, the cinematography is great. The music, the soundtrack is great. Uh, I love the, the what I do like about the screen movies is those soundtracks that have such a good sound and it just really makes it more fun. It makes it feel like it's scarier, I guess, you know, and of course we know, you know, Sidney Prescott and Gail and and Dewey and, and, and Deputy Hicks. I mean, she's another character that comes back. She's played by Marley Shelton and but. Deputy Hicks, her son is Wes, which is the, you know, tribute to Wes Craven. So, but I'm telling you, some of the kill scenes are are more gory. Uh, they're more graphic. Um, it's it's definitely, you know, good stuff. They're good kills. And if you like horror movies, that's what you measure it by, is do they reinvent some of that stuff? And some of the stuff is, is new. And of course, some of it is in the past. But once again, a full bag of candies for that. Now, I'm going to go into a new show on Netflix. <clears throat> it's called Archive 81. Just finished it. Um, first 10 episodes. I'm hoping there's a season two. <laughs> Archive 81 is produced by James Wan and, and Rebecca Sunshine. Now, she... Has done some other stuff like The Boys. So if you like The Boys, the superhero bad guys, and I still haven't finished that series, but if you like that, Vampire Diaries, she's produced some of that stuff. And James Wan, we know James Wan produced The Conjuring. He's produced a lot of stuff, the insidious things of, you know, just a lot of stuff that James Wan has done, Aquaman. And, and so, but James Wan is producing this. But Archive 81, it is a new show about, and it's based off of a podcast by, um, Daniel Powell and Mark Solinger. And I'm, I just uploaded that podcast today because I'm going to start listening to that thing. Because when we first started this, I mean, we blazed through it in a couple of days. And I mean, binging as far as for us is, hey, let's take a couple of days. I try to 
enjoy these shows and we try to maybe Erica and myself, we will, my fiance, we will, you know, try to couple episodes, but archive 81 was just addictive. Um, and really in a good way, because I didn't figure out stuff till the end. And every episode starts off with like this cool clip of something. Uh, Archive 81, if you like, and, and I don't try to just only review scary stuff or that, but this is more, you know, like a scary, you know, uh, there's just some breadcrumbs. It's like you go down this this rabbit hole kind of thing. And, and Archive 81, it was a fun, fun and I say that in the best way possible because there's some creep scenes. There's some good stuff. And the characters that uh, it's about this this character who, you know, he takes on this job to. And it's funny because I love old school v, VCR, VHS. Don't even get me started on Blockbuster and renting movies and bad movie night. And, and when we used to go get movies and we can sit there for hours. But it's about these tapes that this girl she and her her name is is Melody, but she's making these films and and he's trying to reconstruct these videos and and he's tr- in the in the process he's going through time kind of with her, and so you know he sits there trying to you know put these tapes that burned in the fire back together, save them so that way he can give them to his boss, and so. That's what the premise is, is that he's trying to, but by saving these tapes, he has to go and, you know, to this location to do it, to save the tapes and not giving you much. It's just the basic premise of, of, uh, what he needs to do. And so it's basically him seeing this girl and her filming, um, you know, melody. And, and so he's starting to go down this, this place with her. And so it is just very creepy, very fun. Um, there's a some this new actor. I don't know if he's new or not, but his name is uh, Momodu Athi. He's the main guy, and and it's just he's just so he's damaged as well, and there's reason why. But the way he plays this character in in the cinematography, the filming, it's like this blue light or maybe gray light or blue light. It's the cinematography is really nice that it just makes it more creepy. Kind of like the Candyman movies where it's that bluish gray kind of a, a, a filming. Uh, the soundtrack is really cool because there's some clips that sound like, I don't know if you remember, you might remember some of the <clears throat> like tapes, old school tapes or eight tracks. Hey, I'm dating myself, but I was around the telling in that, that phase, but the tapes or, you know, even your VCR, there's that noise if it got caught and you're like, son of a, <laughs> it gets caught and it makes that, you know, kind of, that's part of the soundtrack. That's what, that's kind of creepy. You hear that, you know, because he's putting these tapes back together, he's trying to put it together and he's watching this thing. And there's definitely, if you don't like horror, well, probably don't want to watch this. If you like, you know, some good, puzzles and some scary stuff and some good soundtrack and 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 a fun there's there's definitely something wicked going on and he's figuring this out and um in in talking about you know kind of in the vein of stranger things and and there's a there's all kinds of reasons on what's going on and there's some connections to the past and the future uh there's some definitely some good stuff and um but but the cast is it's a 
relatively new younger cast. Uh, you might know Marnon Donovan. He plays a guy, Virgil. There's an Evan Jonik Kite who plays Samuel. And Samuel is, you don't know if he's good or bad. Uh, so watch the show. Watch it. It's great. It's a good binge. And watch it in the dark. <laughs> in the dark and, and with some friends or alone in the dark. Because it's much more atmospheric when you're watching this thing. Because then you, all the way to the end, you know, there's there's reveals that you didn't see coming. And that's what's, to me, uh, a good show or worth your time. Because sometimes you get to the end, you're kind of like, ah. Uh, in the end, clearly, for this show, Archive 81, there's definitely, there better be a part two, you know, because, you know, it's, so go watch it, support it, like it, so that way they'll make the season two, because there could be season two already in the podcast, and I don't know, but I'm going to start listening to it. So I'll definitely be, you know, I already prescribed to that. So Archive 81 is the podcast that this is based off of. And some of these podcasts, uh, it's that's kind of happening now where producers and, and makers of shows and, and they're finding some good content on some of these podcasts out there. Um, so, so check it out. Archive 81 is just, I just finished it. It is great. So, and um, just a great show. Definitely. I'm gonna have to give this thing 10 bags of candy. Cause these episode to me was good. <laughs> so I'll give it like 10 bags of candy. I'm talking about a diabetic nightmare. Remember, sugar-free candies, man, diabetic. If you're diabetic, sugar-free candies. There's stuff out there. Um, you know, and, and of course, I've, I kind of mentioned it last, last week, Mayor of Kingstown. So that show just finished that one, too. And, and that one is just Paramount Plus, and it's made by uh, Taylor Sheridan, um, who's him and his partners are really doing some good TV. This is, like I said, it's, it's about the, the gangs in prison all kinds. It's gory. It's bloody. It's it's very adult. So definitely not for the kiddos, kids to watch this crime drama. Um, and Jeremy Renner, of course, he's the the main character. But it's just there's something about the show. It's it's pretty dark, twisted about gang politics, about that stuff. Go, you know, and it's definitely worth you know watching that. Uh, it's definitely open for a season two. Hopefully, it does come back for season two as well. <clears throat> Excuse me. But once again, um, it's been a um, a crazy start to 2022 with the people we lost. So just, you know, just wow. Just enjoy every day. Remember that. On the music front, there's an old school band, uh, Wasp. <laughs> Wasp has announced that they're coming back to America. They haven't been here in about 10, 11 years. I already got my tickets for the show. Michael Schenker, uh, uh, an old band called Armored Saint. This is like old school heavy metal. But Wasp has announced their tour, so that is um, something that I'm so excited to see. It's been almost 11 years since they've toured America. They've been gone for so long there. It, it brings back memories of the old Diamond Gems and, and Aladdin's Castle, old school video game rooms. You know, you would go and you would listen to some Metallica because back in the 80s, it was hardcore, you know, heavy metal. Iron Maiden rock and roll, you know, just the good stuff, you know, just good rock and roll. Um, and the beginnings of some of the rap, like Run DMC and stuff. But but Wasp has announced their tour. They're coming all over uh, America. So if they're in your neighborhood, go check them out. It's a fun show. They're great in concert. And he's going back to the roots. He is a Reformed Christian, but he's going to go back to 
the fire and blood and all that crazy stuff that they do on stage. And one of the great songs, I'm Blind in Texas. I mean, I think some of those songs when I grew up is why I drank so much or partied or whatever. But, you know, as you get older, you got to slow down, man. There's no way I could keep that up. But anyway, and but anyway, so that's what I got for you right now. Next week, I have a, uh, my first guest. Matthew Ortiz on on the show, and we're gonna do some uh, a show on soundtracks and and music and what it means to movies. But um, we'll go over that next week. So once again, um, stay tuned. You know, come back. Uh, appreciate you listening and liking it. And if you guys got any ideas, anything, go ahead and email me at carloxlopez at rockandmovies.com. Uh, but thank you again so much. Enjoy your week. Enjoy some good football, which is real quick. Crazy, because this isn't a sports show, but man, every game so far has been won by a field goal for these playoffs this weekend. So if your team's still in it, good luck. Mine isn't, so I'm not even going to talk about that. I don't even want to go on that. So once again, Scream, full bag of candies, Archive 81, 10 bags. If you like horror and all that, check it out. It's good. Y'all have a good week. Remember to love somebody, hug somebody, pick somebody up, help somebody out this week. And enjoy your days, and I'll talk to you next week. Guys, have a good one. Good night.